Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as in fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us here today on Conscious Talk radio that makes a difference and Rob and I want to address something this morning about the corona virus yeah we have our um, you know you've all been hearing the alerts and we don't want people to panic but we do want people to start taking personal responsibility uh, so much of this we would say is common sense but it's been uncommon sense mm-hmm. apparently um, you're noticing when you go to the stores uh, the shelves are empty of things like Purell and uh, uh, sanitary hand wipes, etc. Um, people are definitely panicking, but we're going to give you uh, our approach. Yes, our approach is really from a natural point of view with very effective products that will help with this. The first one is Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. We've talked about this so many times, we can't state enough how important it is that you have your gut bacteria balanced that's where your immune system is is in the gut so you need to be taking a very very good product and Dr. O'Hears as far as we know is the very best that you can take we also want to remind you of Kyolic. Kyolic has an immune product. Kyolic garlic, the way they've manufactured this and put it together, is very effective. Right. And they and have their Immune 103. That's the number if you go order it online or go to the store. Right. And remember, it is uh, aged garlic. Yes. It's Kyolic aged garlic. Um, and, you know, it doesn't kill viruses. People are saying, oh, garlic will kill viruses. Not no. true but it will support your immune system. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking about with Dr. O'Hears and the uh, Kyolic Garlic Immune 103 and the clear nasal spray that you spray in your nose twice a day is all about prevention and keeping yourself strong and healthy. Well, here's something else. People have been buying up bleach, Lysol, things like that. Hey, um, you know, that's not particularly good for most of us. We know we're chemically sensitive. That would, It kills me to be in a room with Clorox. Here's an alternative. Make up a mixture of vodka, uh, uh, you know, as high a proof as you can get. Add some essential lemon oil. Add tea tree oil. It's the essential lemon will kill bacteria, and uh, the tea tree oil actually kills viruses. Mm-hmm. So... Check that out. We'll put that little recipe up on our Facebook page. And uh, we'll be right back. Welcome to Conscious Talk. Radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk. So the Genome Project left us with a lot of questions. Foremost among them is the question, can that expression be changed? Well, we'll talk to Dr. Kenneth R. Pelletier about his book, Change Your Genes, Change Your Life. And we think you'll find you'll have a lot more options for optimal health than you imagined. And now we welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. And thank you, Benny, and welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference in yes, We're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people 
we know of. People that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others. People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together one listener at a time. That listener is you. Well, our special guest today is Dr. Kenneth R. Pelletier, and he is... um, He's someone close to our hearts because you're going to find out why. He wrote a wonderful book called Change Your Genes, Change Your Life, Creating Optimal Health with the New Science of Epigenetics. But he knows of what he speaks. He's a clinical professor of medicine at UCSF School of Medicine and former clinical professor of medicine at the Stanford School of Medicine. He authored numerous books, including the international bestseller, which I believe you know, we read and probably talked to him years ago, Mind as Healer, Mind as Slayer. Um, He's a peer reviewer for several medical journals, including the Journal of Occupational Environmental Medicine, and he serves on a number of corporate boards and is vice president of the American Specialty Health. Um, He's published over 300 professional articles, um, but of course, all of that gets condensed into a work like this, one that we can actually read that's not, you know, so overburdened with scientific terms, and that's why we loved it. So we've got him here. Um, Dr. Ken, welcome to Conscious Talk. Well, thank you. Thank you for your invitation. I'm looking forward to this. So we're going to start off with um, your best-selling book, Mind as a Healer, Mind as a Slayer, which you introduced to readers the link between physical illness and stress, you know, heart disease, cancer, arthritis, res- respiratory illnesses. What have you discovered since then? Well, <clears throat> that's a very good question because in, in the mid-70s, um, when I was doing my initial research that led to Mind is Healer, Mind is Slayer, there were, there was a, in the standard medical text, you had the voluntary nervous system and the involuntary nervous system. And they were supposedly in parallel tracks, so they didn't interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And the idea that someone could influence their involuntary nervous system with bleeding or pain or infection was heretical. It just, it had been reported, but it wasn't really well documented. And I knew that basically that separation is not real because if you think about it, you can hold your breath, which is voluntary, but at some point you're, you desaturate, your oxygen level drops, and then you involuntarily start to breathe. Same thing with your eyes. You can keep your eyes open for a period of time until the eyeball begins to dry out, and then you reflexively blink. So the, the voluntary and involuntary nervous system did work together, but it wasn't very clear. So I studied a group of voluntary, of uh, uh, basically adept meditators who could control things like bleeding and pain. So out of that came the definitive evidence that, in fact, we can regulate our involuntary nervous system. So at, at an organ level, at the level of the brain and the central nervous system. So fast forward, uh, what, 50 years later, um, the, to me, the even more remarkable is that our science now is telling us we actually can regulate down to the individual cells in our body and even down to the DNA, 
which is the core of our cells. So we mm-hmm. are capable mm-hmm. of influencing more than our organs. We're actually capable of, of, of uh, influencing individual cells at the genetic level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, the thing that's always been so fascinating, we've been doing this show, we're in our 19th year. Uh, and and um, so we've watched a lot of things develop, and of course we had a lot of thoughts and beliefs and uh, uh, about how we move to wellness. And you know, it was all uh, it, it wasn't scientifically based. It, you know, we keep feeling over all these years, science keeps catching up to a lot of this because <laughs> there's been a lot of you know quote spiritual. Uh, education and knowledge out there for a long time, but but it didn't fit into our scientific model until the and then the early 2000s happened, and the genome happened, and everybody got really excited because it, you know we were finally sequencing genes, and that was going to be the answer to everything. So why wasn't that enough? Well, that's a great question. Um, sequencing the human genome, you're absolutely right. The expectation is that we would have the complete uh, alphabet of all human life, and we would understand all the permutations and all the interactions, and that would give us a biological deterministic view. So a change in gene X or a change in gene Y would lead to a condition uh, XYZ, and everything would be soluble. The problem is that what we have found out subsequently is that less than 5%, which is pretty striking, less than 5% of what we experience and who we are as adults, meaning after the age of about two years old, uh, is due to strict genetic predisposition. So they call them monogenic or fully penetrant genes that if they show up in the first year or two of life, that's fine. The genetics are really pushing us. After that, the other 95% of who we are as adults, uh, what our conditions are, how long we will live, uh, our athletic ability, our intellectual capacity is dependent on what we do to uh, engage our genes. So we direct the orchestra, not the other way around. Mm. Um, And I, I, I feel compelled to share this. Dr. Ken, because this is one of the extraordinary wisdoms, if you will, that came to me when I was going through cancer, given about a year to live, and that's been 30 years ago. And I didn't go the route, uh, the medical route, because everything in me screamed no to that. Um, I was meditating one time, and I decided to ask my cancer cells what it wanted from me. And lo and behold, I heard love. And it shocked me. It shocked me out of my meditation, actually, because the, the fear that rose in me was, oh, my God, if I love my cancer cells, they're just going to explode and I'll be out of here in no time. And it took me about a month to get the courage to go back in and speak to my cells again. And I said, I explained to myself that if I love you, my fear is that you're going to explode and you're going to kill me. And this is what I got from that response was that love doesn't cause anything to grow. It transforms everything that it touches. 
And that just rang a bell with me like, oh my goodness, that is exactly what I need to do is to start loving all of me, stop fighting and resisting the cancer cells so that I can actually heal. Does that make sense in relationship to your book and what you're talking about? Absolutely. Thank you. That what you've just articulated is actually a very profound insight. And just before we began this interview, we were talking and I congratulated the two of you because Mm -hmm. you have accomplished, meaning you have overridden the sentence, if you will, of cancer that is very dire and very negative and precludes love and precludes instances of spontaneous remission, precludes instances of unusual recovery, which both of you are living examples of that. So Mm -hmm. you have my admiration. I mean, both of you are literally living examples of that kind of insight and the power of love. And there is a whole new uh, area of research looking at things like forgiveness, uh, altruism, Mm -hmm. love, Mm -hmm. positive emotions, and that, that has a detectable, clear measurable impact on the body, which is positive. So yes. you you are living proof of what you articulated as an insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you should define, you know, just in, in a, as short as possible, epigenetics, because I think we pretty much have described what it might look like. Right. Well, epigenetics is, is, is straightforward. So the gene... Uh, is basically what it is. It, it, and, and in fact, we, you know, my, my book title is a gotcha title, um, Change Your Genes. In fact, you do not ever change your genes. They can be damaged by radiation, by petrochemicals, uh, by herbicides like uh, Roundup as a, as a carcinogen, mm-hmm. unequivocally a carcinogen. Mm-hmm. But then you have everything, and epi means above surrounding, encompassing. So everything that surrounds the gene, so stress, our diet, our physical activity, our environment, our emotions, all of those variables influence what will be expressed in the gene. So what will be visible in the gene versus what will be suppressed or made invisible. So it's all the modifications, the living, ongoing, minute-by-minute modifications we make in our gene expression. We'll hold that thought. We're now going to go to a quick break. We're here with Dr. Kenneth Kenneth Peltier, and the book is Change Your Genes, Change Your Life. We'll be right back. The latest trend to hit the store shelves has the whole country buzzing. Cannabidiol, or CBD, might just be the greatest discovery of our generation, and it comes from a plant that is not so new, agricultural hemp. Yes, after 70 years of prohibition and misunderstanding, hemp is back to help you stay healthy and balanced. Growing research is showing that we have a lot to learn from the remarkable hemp plant. Nutrient-rich products like Plus CBD Oil's Total Plant Complex concentrated products provide broad-spectrum nutrition, including fatty acids, plant sterols, cannabinoids, terpenes, and naturally occurring vitamin E. From seed to shelf, all Plus CBD Oil products provide the highest quality hemp-derived CBD products available and are offered in a variety of delivery systems and flavors to suit your needs. Ask your local independent health food store about Plus CBD Oil products by CV Sciences today and learn more about the CBD evolution at pluscbdoil.com. That's pluscbdoil.com. 
This is Rob Spears. Got a good gut feeling? Well, Michael Shore certainly did in 2000 when he founded Essential Formulas to distribute Dr. O'Hara's probiotics in the U.S. While Mike was visiting Malaysia in 1997, he came down with severe digestive distress. A local doctor recommended a fermented probiotic paste made from natural fruits and vegetables developed by international award-winning microbiologist Dr. O'Hara. Mike recovered quickly and flew to Japan to meet Dr. O'Hara to discuss bringing Dr. O'Hara's probiotics to North America. That's the story of how Essential Formulas was formed 20 years ago. And on their 20th anniversary, all of us want to congratulate Essential Formulas for bringing superior probiotic supplements that are now standard at every natural health retailer across the U.S. From Dr. O'Hara's probiotics to probiotic lotions and beauty bars for skin care to their new probiotic collagen products, Essential Formulas is your go-to place for probiotic health and wellness. Conscious Talk, radio that lights the way. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's that time of year again when everyone suffers from some kind of upper respiratory problem. We miss work and feel miserable spending too much time with doctors and pharmacists. That is, unless we protect ourselves and our families with a product that I recommend to my patients, Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Rinse. Clear combines the unique properties of xylitol and the health-promoting benefits of a saline nasal spray to help cleanse, moisturize, and soothe your sinuses and nasal passages. Clear helps wash away bacteria, pollens, and other irritants before they have a chance to attack the sensitive tissues in your upper respiratory tract. Clear is easy to use, effective, and safe for people of all ages. Clear is simply your best defense in an increasingly dirty and polluted world. I use it myself. You can find Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Wash at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, CVS, Rite Aid, and other drugstore supermarkets and pharmacies near you, as well as Amazon. Or you can visit Clear on the web at clear.com. That's www.xlear.com. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is, it's not your fault. Science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food due to our depleted soils, which causes acid buildup in the body and a condition called metabolic acidosis. When you are too acidic, fat forms to protect your body. Thus, your diet actually leads to that dreaded bounce back in weight. What you need is Power pH with BioPH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. Yes, you are listening to Conscious Talk. And hey, today we have a really special guest. It's Dr. Kenneth R. Pelletier. And um, he wrote a wonderful book, Change Your Genes, Change Your Life, Creating Optimal Health with the New Science of Epigenetics. Um, we gave you a couple of examples, but we're picking his brain here. So, um, uh, Dr. Kenneth, uh, look, the real revolutionary message of the book is that we have this ability to create our own biological reality 
and determine our health and longevity. You said it. You've researched it. So, um, you know, we're starting to see these things like these bioinformational formats that include gene mapping, you know, Ancestry.com. There's a bunch of them, and they're all starting to get into health. Um, but are they still, you know, sort of caught up in the gene thing, which you're saying is actually trumped by what we would call consciousness? Well, yes. Again, that's a, you've made a very good observation. There really are two lines of inquiry, research, and useful information for people. Um, they use the same technology. Gene sequencing is, is universally accepted as a methodology. Then from that point on, you get into disease prediction. So 23andMe is the, is the most obvious example where you submit a genetic sample and it says you've got a X, you know 40% chance of irritable bowel syndrome or some other dreaded disease. That is the disease prediction model. It's the biological determinism. It's the genes equal your likelihood of health and illness and longevity. That is not what I mean, and I actually object to that because mm-hmm. with 23andMe and many of the others, that most of which fall in this category right now, um, they basically don't tell you if you have a 40% chance of, of developing irritable bowel, they don't tell you anything about the other 60% of people with the identical profile who don't develop irritable bowel. Mm-hmm. So they tell you nothing about how to move from risk to, to health. Right. They also uh, basically don't, don't give you any information. They don't say, here is what you can now do mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. So it, people get very upset. They, right. uh, I've seen people um, you know, come to tears because they oh, think sure. they're going to, this is a, a doomsday prediction of some dreaded disease. So that's one mm-hmm. approach. The approach that we're taking, that I take, that our research is taking here at, at the medical school is uh, what we call healthy biomarkers. So biomarkers are numbers that are attached to biological functions, so cholesterol. Like right now, uh, if I ask you and your listeners, how many of you know your cholesterol? Probably everyone knows their total cholesterol. If I ask that question five years ago, very few people would know. Ten years ago, almost no one would know. So these numbers fall within ranges, and when you're in a range, then you're optimally healthy. You'll live, you'll, you'll live disease-free. You'll be in optimal health. If you're too high or too low, that means that your, your health is impaired in some fashion. So the healthy biomarker approach says here's the range for your normal healthy genes. You're too high or you're too low. Here's what you can do about it. And here's how you can move it within that range. If you then move all of these biomarkers into an optimal range, you will experience optimal health. You'll experience mm-hmm. extended longevity. Mm-hmm. So the, the approach that, that we're taking and that I prefer because it's a positive health model mm-hmm. is the healthy biomarkers approach. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're really also uh, referring to our belief system, right? Because let's go back to 23andMe. You get a report like that, you're not someone that maybe knows about epi, epi, genetics, etc. And you get that report and you your body goes into fear immediately <laughs> yeah. and you begin to believe okay, I've got this condition that is hereditary. You begin to believe 
that you're going to develop that or die from it, isn't that sort of dangerous? And don't we have to really look at our belief systems and, and what we're open to believing about ourselves and what we're being told? That's absolutely correct. I mean, biology in most people's mind has a definitive scientific material reality that most of us believe, and it's just that. We place our belief in biology. We place our belief in genetics and determinism. And so if we get a prediction, then we do become very worried. I had a fellow faculty member here took a genetic test, and he came back that he had, I think, about a 60 some odd percent likelihood of developing Alzheimer's. And he got very worried. And, uh, you know, he would come in and he'd say, oh, my God, I forgot my keys. This is maybe a sign of early cognitive impairment. I'm on my road to Alzheimer's. And Mm -hmm. I I just stopped him. I said, just Mm -hmm. stop right there. Now, if you forgot where you put your car, that may be serious. If you can't remember (laughs) if you got to work from your house to here, by car or train or bicycle, then we might have a problem. Mm -hmm. But forgetting your keys is not a symptom of early onset Alzheimer's. It's very common. Mm -hmm. So even a person, a physician who's well-versed in in this science can become very upset and preoccupied. And by becoming preoccupied, by having stress and worry be directed toward a dreaded disease, the likelihood is that you will change your biology, in fact, to manifest that disease. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the biology mm-hmm. follows your beliefs, not the other mm-hmm. way around. Yes. Yeah. And, and I have to tell you, I was in contact with the National Institutes of Health way back when, and I uh, was talking to uh, one of the, the gals that worked there one day, and she said their concern wasn't the um, onset of, of, um, of cancer, per se, but the actual repeat or people getting it back again after they've had their treatment and they think they're cancer free but they that they're always waiting for the other shoe to drop so the reoccurrences is what they were really concerned about and the the fact was statistical wise those reoccurrences were very high right and that's the kind of uh prediction uh norman cousins who was the editor-in-chief of the uh, saturday review and uh, wrote a book uh, uh, about his bout with uh, spondylosis, basically a form of debilitating arthritis, and how mm-hmm. he managed to cure himself with, with laughter. Mm-hmm. But he called the kind of negative predictions that we unfortunately give all too often to patients a nocebo. So placebo <laughs> is I will please, I will have a positive outcome mm-hmm. because I believe in something positive that you've just said to me. Nocebo is I will predict and create a negative outcome because I believe the negative prediction. Mm -hmm. So when someone is given a diagnosis of recurrence, it is statistical. It's a statistic. It has nothing to do with you. You are within in a population of people who have had this condition. X number of them recover. X number don't. It's a statistic. It is not a death sentence, nor is it an affirmation that you're going to be cancer-free. But we have to realize that this is not a sentence. It's simply a number. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we saw that. Um, we both had a, a background in Hollywood and in the 80s. 
um, we saw this happen with AIDS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they believed right. in the very beginning it was 100% fatal, and yep. and everybody you know Lots acted that one out. Yeah, they acted. And then out. a few people started to survive, and they're still with no real viable treatment. But you know, it it changed. The numbers changed. So here's my question. Um, you know, we get that this epigenetic effect is you know extremely powerful. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there wondering, well, what areas of my biology can this affect? And I, I know one of them I think most people accept is inflammation. You know, we we get inflammation with high emotion kind of, uh, you know, that's in the general lexicon. But what other areas? Well, there are basically um, more detail than we need perhaps, but there are basically seven biochemical, mm-hmm. major biochemical pathways in the body. Inflammation is one of them. Mm-hmm. And, and again, right now, you're, you're correct. We have a belief that inflammation is bad. And right. so mm-hmm. inflammation is something to be avoided. We overdose on anti-inflammatories. We do all kinds of things. Well, the reality is, again, if you take a healthy biomarkers model, some degree of inflammation is not only necessary, it's healthy. So uh, if you have too much inflammation, you're going to have irritable bowel, arthritic disorders, heart disorders, you're going to have inflammation of the pericardium, the sheath around the heart. So that's Mm -hmm. when we have too much inflammation. But on the other hand, you need inflammation. If you get a minor cut and you see a little reddening around that cut, that's positive inflammation. That's the white blood cells basically combating the bacteria, preventing an even further and, and worse infection. So we need it. It's a positive outcome. If you didn't have inflammation and you got the cold or a flu or a minor cut or a minor injury, you would die from rampant infection. So it's not nothing that in the biomarker genetic realm is inherently positive or inherently negative if it's operating within a range of optimal expression. That's really uh, what we're after. And there are others that, again, detoxification and methylation and other pathways that we can influence, all of which to a more or less degree, we don't know precisely how we influence all of them, but all of them to a more or less degree we're beginning to realize are all influenced by daily behaviors. Right. Perfect. Well, we're going to run off to a break. We're here with Dr. Kenneth R. Pelletier. We'll be back after these messages. You're young at heart. Let's keep it that way. Stay feeling young with Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, designed specifically to help support and strengthen your cardiovascular system as you age. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract was founded on scientific research and has been the subject of more than 800 research studies over the last 45 years revealing its significant cardiovascular benefits. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Cardiovascular, Blood Pressure Health, Cholesterol, and Circulation Formulas are just a handful of the many Kyolic supplements that can help reduce the major risk factors of heart disease and promote overall heart health. Organically grown, Kyolic Garlic is aged up to 20 months, has no pungent odor, and is gentle on the stomach. Make a resolution today to stay young at heart and keep your cardiovascular system strong for years to come. Get Kyolic today. Available at fine natural health retailers nationwide. To find the Kyolic formula right for you, go to Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of energetic balancing. 
This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of energetic balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of energetic balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with the spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order The Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Conscious Talk, radio that transforms your life. It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder because your muscles get tired faster than you remember. And then the next day, you're so sore you can hardly move. Well, that's what Power pH with BioPH was designed to deal with. The active ingredient BioPH helps remove the acids your muscles form while exercising giving you a better workout. Then you'll be amazed on how Power PH relieves soreness the next day so you'll feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts. Power PH was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced. If Power PH with BioPH works for them, it will work for you too. Granted unique dietary ingredient status by the FDA. BioPH is the most bioavailable alkalizing ingredient we know of. Testing showed that in just five days, PowerPH reduced body acid 53% on average, while reducing inflammation and aiding in the uptake of beneficial nutrients. Discover the difference PowerPH can make in your life. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Discover the power of higher pH. Your body will thank you. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in here today on Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. I'd like to remind you of our website, ConsciousTalk.net, and always our events section because there's a lot of things going on, and there's ways for you to participate when you uh, hop on our events section and look it over, and also on our Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. I'm Brenda Michaels. And I'm Rob Spears, and we're here with Dr. Kenneth R. Pelletier, and he wrote a wonderful book. It's Change Your Genes, Change Your Life, Creating Optimal Health 
with the new science of epigenetics. Now, uh, we started to introduce everyone to epigenetics when, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, when Bruce Lipton came out with Mm -hmm. his Biology of Belief book, of course, your book was much earlier than that with, you know, talking about the influence of the mind. Um, But here's something that came up that really when it happened, um, Brenda and I really reacted strongly. And you open your book with the story of Angelina Jolie Mm -hmm. and how she um, prophylactically, theoretically, removed her breasts because of the BRCA gene. Is that the perfect example of maybe, you know, putting the cart in front of the horse or whatever? I mean... We didn't well, agree it, with it, that. <laughs> right. And I did frame that, and I used that as an example of biological determinism. Now, she had a very strong, positive BRCA1, BRCA2 predisposition to breast cancer in her family. And so she made a decision that was perhaps the right decision for her. Yeah, I, I have no way of knowing what went on in her mind and heart, but for her it was the right decision. What, what I was concerned about is how the media then took that and mm-hmm. made it a, uh, a heroic story as though every woman who had mm-hmm. a BRCA1 or BRCA and or BRCA2 predisposition would have a breast cancer double mastectomy, which they did. There was a vast yeah. influx. That's completely unnecessary because even at 70 or 80 percent, it means 20 or 30 percent of women, same gene, same test, did, would not develop Uh, breast cancer given the BRCA gene. The other is that then subsequent to that surgery, the double mastectomy, it was about $250,000 or $300,000 that went into breast reconstruction. So for women reading this and thinking double mastectomy is the cure for a BRCA gene prediction, they don't have the money for two hundred dollars or $300,000 in reconstructive surgery. So my concern was just it was a bad model to hold out to the world, and there were alternatives that she could have taken, which was more frequent screening. There, there's Taxol, which inhibits breast cancer, could have gone on a Taxol regimen, had more uh, frequent uh, breast examinations. So there were, and, and even a locally excised surgery for breast cancer is an option. So there were many, many other pathways that could have been taken in that case. Well, what about changing, um, her, diving in and changing her beliefs and what her thoughts are and, and the stress that, she, you know, she was going through in her life and shifting that, wouldn't that, that isn't that the epigenetic portion of what you're talking about? Well, certainly challenging her own belief um, because her, I, I believe her decision was made out of fear and, and yeah. that's reasonable. Um, and so what she really should have done is look at her fear and mm-hmm. think about what steps can I take to confront that fear. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that she would have made a different decision, but I think it would have been critical for her to really confront that fear and to any woman that's going through that kind of testing to really look at the likelihood of really having that be a predisposition to breast cancer versus arousing in them a fear that somehow mm-hmm. they've been delivered a horrible sentence and that there was nothing they could do about it. So the point is is that, yes, it's a very dire uh, warning. Um, yes, there are steps you can take. 
And yes, you need to confront your fear, and part of that confronting your fear is looking at your own belief system. Right. And that could lead to a very different kind of outcome. Right. Right. Very different. Well, the the example that we lived in in our lives was that, you know, we looked at the holistic model of spiritual, emotional, and I would say when it came to the physical and nutritional change in our lives, actually quite a total change. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we're going to run off to another break. But when we come back, um, I want to ask you about because, you know, I think most people first land on the nutritional level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, we want to talk to you about what you might recommend or what you've discovered about various diets. We are talking about the book, Change Your Genes, Change Your Life, Creating Optimal Health with the New Science of Epigenetics. It's by Dr. Kenneth R. Pelletier. That is his website is uh, com. P-E. L-L-E-T-I-E-R, and we'll be back. Would you like to have a better flow of money in your life? Or would you like more inspiration and creative ideas? How about having your body return to its natural, healthy size and condition? Why not travel to the realm of the masters? You can do all of these while enjoying a relaxing, powerful, guided, meditative journey designed and led by me, Krista Gibson, publisher of New Spirit Journal. Guided meditative journeys can be a very powerful and effective way to improve your life. While you relax for about 20 minutes, you're led through an adventure in consciousness where you use your imagination and feelings to experience a greater connection to the answers you seek. Sometimes you meet and hear from guides or angels while listening to waves, a stream, or rain and thunder. Available as immediate MP3 downloads to your computer, these journeys could be your next step. Visit anoasisforyoursoul.com. That's anoasisforyoursoul.com. Conscious Talk, radio that gives back to yourself. Decades ago, Dr. O'Hara developed a formula for optimal human health, a blend of superfoods and live bacteria, naturally fermented for three years, encapsulated to deliver prebiotics, probiotics, and most importantly, postbiotics to your digestive system, aiding digestion, increasing absorption of essential nutrients, supporting the immune system, and unleashing the healthier, happier you. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, 100% vegetarian, non-GMO, free of artificial additives, chemicals, preservatives, or colorings, dairy and gluten-free. Dr. O'Hara himself proclaimed in 1974, each capsule of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is filled with our passion and hope for bringing health and long life to all 7 billion people on Earth. And today, his legacy lives on, making Dr. O'Hara's probiotics a world leader in superior probiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, available online and at natural health retailers nationwide. Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. Yes, you are still listening to Conscious Talk. And thanks for um, noting those messages. You know, the sponsors we have on the show are all products that we do ourselves. They're supplements, etc., that we believe in. Otherwise, it wouldn't be our sponsors. And, you know, we believe in what we're talking about today also epigenetics and an expert in that realm is dr kenneth r pelletier he wrote a wonderful book change your genes change your life creating optimal health with the new science of epigenetics although you know uh dr ken we um 
we thought, why not call it change your life, change your genes? <laughs> but but you, did, you did kind of explain that your genes don't change, but, what, but they do turn on and off. So, you know, Correct. we got that. And, and yeah. the gene is like a, has, there are little rheostats, they're called single nucleotide polymorphisms, which like everything in genetics is a mouthful, but they're little rheostats. It's like a, a molecular sheath around the gene. And that interacts with everything inside the cells, which is influenced by diet and stress and the environment. And it turns the gene up and turns the gene down. So it's like a rheostat on the light switch in a, a house. Right. That's mm-hmm. really how uh, the gene operates and becomes manifest or not. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about diet here. Um, a lot of people, you know, they they eat a lot of junk. And, of course, we are fast food a nation for sure, and we're eating a lot of chemicals and things that aren't real. A lot of people know this, but they crave those things. Um, changing your diet, how much does that have to do with affecting our genes? That's huge. Um, mm-hmm. Dietary impact on genetic expression is one of the most studied and one of the most clear and one of the most high-impact uh, influences that we know of. Now, you know, when, when I go to conferences or when you go to conferences, you hear um, high-fat, low-fat, ketogenic, paleolithic, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a celery fasting diet, there's a water diet. You know, every conceivable kind of diet is recommended as a cure-all for whatever it is that you have that's an ill. And I, I, I really don't believe in that in the sense of we don't know who we are biochemically. So how can we match ourselves with general dietary guidelines? It's if you went into a store and bought a dress or a suit, but you didn't tailor it. It would never fit properly. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the research literature, what you find is the, and I think actually U.S. News and World Report just voted it the best, was voted the best diet, is the uh, Mediterranean diet. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is. And with modifications of the Mediterranean diet, it's a reasonable diet has a very positive impact on genetic expression. It's easy to follow. You can modify it accordingly. But extreme diets are highly questionable. They work for short periods of time for particular reasons. They are not long-term solutions at all. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of the first thing to realize. There are genetic tests which can literally tell you which foods are good for you and which foods are not. And some of those now, there are three or four of them that are quite accurate at this point in time. There'll be more of them. And so the, to me, the approach is to modify your diet first and then to consider a, in this general assay, what kinds of supplementation do you need and what is the effect of physical activity on your caloric expenditure? Because caloric restriction, now that's another dimension to diet, We hear about various kinds of fasting, 12-hour fast, Mm -hmm. one-day fast, Mm -hmm. three-day fast. Mm -hmm. You name it, there are all kinds of fasts out there. The reality is if you're eating a junk diet and you fast for a day and go back to a junk diet, you've done nothing to to improve your health. If you improve your diet over time, uh, then you go on a a day-long fast or a 12- to 15-hour fast, you will do an immense amount of good in terms of extending your life expectancy. That research is now very, very clear. So diet is both easy and complex at the same time. 
Mm. Yeah. I, what it's what struck me over the years when I kind of look at um, what I've learned in my own body is an awareness. Um, I, I remember when I was very ill in my 20s that, uh, and the world looked at me, and I looked like a good physical specimen. I was very athletic and all of that, and it seemed like something happened overnight. Uh, and then all of a sudden I was filled with tumors. Now, uh, I, and that was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and, and primarily that's how it showed up in my chest cavity. So um, what I realized after I changed my diet, and this sent me down a long nutritional road in life, was uh, when I started eating things that were actually good for me, I had a lot of mental clarity. I then became aware mm-hmm. of whether I felt good or not. Mm-hmm. I, it set a whole new bar, and that allowed me to then judge things that didn't work in my body. <laughs> so is that kind of, you know, and that takes a while. That's not overnight. You know, you learn what you're sensitive to and not, what works and what doesn't. And I don't think most people pay attention to that. I would agree with that. Um, and, and what you've just described is paying attention to your mental state after consuming whatever it is that you ate. And, and, mm-hmm. and again, if, if most people really paid attention to roughly how they feel 30 to 40 minutes after a meal, um, you will get a pretty good guide to what's good for you and what's not. If you have mm-hmm. the kind of mental clarity that you just described, increase in energy, you feel, you feel alert, your brain fog is cleared, that what you've just consumed is good for you. If, on the other hand, you feel brain fog, you feel lethargic, you feel you can't think, your, vis- your, your mental faculties are, are disengaged, you can't balance your checkbook at that point, then that means what you've just eaten, even though it might be terrific and you might like the taste and it's what you've always eaten, it's bad for you. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's a simple way to begin to gauge sensitivity. On the other hand, too, there are sensitivities that we have to foods that we simply can't detect. So one, there's a company that has, looks at glycemic index, so it's the mm-hmm. spike in blood sugar that occurs when you eat certain foods, and then the pancreas kicks in, and it goes back and forth and can lead to pancreatic exhaustion and then insulin resistance and, uh, and, and the insulin uh, diabetic, uh, pre-diabetic syndrome. But what's interesting is one of the, one of the studies that they show is they'll take four people give them the same food, same quantity, same time of the day, and you get four totally different glycemic responses. <laughs> Some people have a very hot spike response. Other people have a very low response, which is what you want. They mm-hmm. also did a second study where they looked at consuming an Oreo cookie versus a banana. Now, most of us would say, well, the Oreo cookie is clearly bad for you. It's going to create mm-hmm. the highest glycemic spike. Turns out that 30% of the people who were tested had a higher glycemic spike with a banana than with an Oreo cookie. Mm-hmm. Now, it does mean go out and eat Oreo cookies because that's a different <laughs> matter altogether. But it does mean that there are we ingest things that we really can't tell what the impact is. And that's why some of these genetic tests that are coming along can help us kind of refine our diets. But the first stage is clearly how do I feel about 30 or 40 minutes later from a meal. Most of us don't pay any attention to that. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, and I hope this isn't going to be too long of a discussion for that, because I want to kind of throw something in, and it may sound really out there. But what about prayer? 
praying over your food, blessing your food, and asking that what is there to nourish your body goes through and nourishes, and what doesn't is passed through. What about that? Well, I have no, I mean, there's no research that I know of in that area, but I have no doubt that that works because Mm -hmm. what you're talking about is a very strong, positive, emotional orientation to your food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the closest research that we have is if you look at meditation, meditation induces all of the things like a prayerful state, a state of Mm -hmm. compassion, Mm -hmm. of love, of, of, uh, you know, connectivity. So it, Mm -hmm. it induces the positive state you're talking about. We do know that meditation in as little as 15 minutes can induce a pronounced positive change in genetic expression. Mm-hmm. So I have no doubt that when you do that or if someone does a prayer over food or before consuming food, it has a positive impact. There's yes. no doubt about that. You may not be able to demonstrate it. Oh, you actually, you actually could do research on it, but there's none that yep. I know of. But my right. guess is it would be a detectable positive change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we really want to thank you for Mm -hmm. all the work you've been doing for these Mm -hmm. decades now. Um, But this book, Change Your Genes, Change Your Life, Creating Optimal Health with the New Science of Epigenetics, connects a lot of dots for our audience. So thank you, Dr. Pelletier, for that. And folks, uh, please, um, you know, stay tuned pick up this kind of information and act on it. Absolutely. It's good for your health and well-being. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Dr. Ken, so much. And folks, thank you. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is... It's not your fault. Science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food due to our depleted soils, which causes acid buildup in the body and a condition called metabolic acidosis. When you are too acidic, fat forms to protect your body. Thus, your diet actually leads to that dreaded bounce back in weight. What you need is Power pH with BioPH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Conscious Talk. Food for the soul is our mission for nutrition. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855. 